Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm at Mum's house, which means only one thing, I'm going to get a good meal. You are darling today. How are you Mum? I'm okay. What are we having for lunch actually? We're having tarragon chicken, mm. or chicken with tarragon, mm. which is almost like the recipe you love with chicken with a mousse and mustard, but mm. you have creme fresh in it. Hannah, your daughter, hates ridiculed on the podcast when she, she was on yeah, well, I love it silly but this has got tarragon rather than thyme gorgeous and it's tasting okay I've had a go yeah delicious meat from ginger pig again oh yeah they always look after thanks, us Steve. yeah thanks Steve wasn't there oh, yesterday no. he was a bit upset oh. and then I know you don't like this but I tasted it at someone's house and I loved it banana ice cream which you was just it. I haven't done it yet because you do it at the last minute and I think this is where you're going wrong, Jessie. So I put my bananas in the freezer last night mm. and then all I do is whiz them up in the food processor and I promise you it is like Mr Whippy ice cream. Okay, so I have a bit of an issue with... Listen, I've tried all the alternative things but frozen banana as ice cream, I'll give it to my kids. Yeah. But... Uh, look, I'm ready to well, be proven wrong. You don't need wrong. to have it, darling. I'm you ready can to be just have wrong. strawberries and cream. Now, there's a reason why we're doing kind of less Well, because sugary. you're off your sugar. Well, no, but we also have another and pregnant person here today. We've got another pregnant person here who said, please, no sugar. Otherwise, Even bananas made... are like the most high sugar. Anyway. They're natural sugar. Anything that grows on a tree is natural, darling. Okay? It's not processed. It's Thank on you, a tree. Do you think? Do you think chimpanzees and monkeys eat? bananas right because it's natural darling anything daniel the osteopath told me that anything that's natural has to be good for your body okay cool i'm really glad that we just did that uh yeah that lesson anyway well you're always on your gluten free and sugar whatever enough about me so who have we got on today right this woman is i've loved her from the first time i saw her as as patsy on call the midwife because I'm a Call the Midwife devotee and she was fabulous. She's got the best voice I think I've ever heard, which probably is what qualified her for Camilla. She was very good as Camilla Parker um, Bowles the in um, The Crown. But clearly she's so multi-talented and I watched A Promising Young Woman last night mm. and oh, which she that. wrote and directed yeah. and it was the most stunning film. 
just stunning. It is she's a phenomenal film. Phenomenal. Well, she's here. Oh, she's outside. Here. Let's. She's in a cab. Oh. She's prego. Oh, she's getting out of the cab. Come on, let's go then and meet her. Okay, fab. Wow. Emerald for now, coming up on Table Manners. in as I expected you to with the most beautiful brilliant energy goddess like yeah ready so to thrilled. thank you for being here thank you we're gonna me. like we're gonna race through this yeah we've got you for about an hour and I know that we can and you've go got longer. to eat and you've got to eat we really do have to eat um are you starving I'm always starving. You can... Well, I'll give you in 20 minutes. You can oh, eat. We'll just chat so a bit. It smells so delicious. Is it spaghetti it's, bolognese? No. <laughs> Is that what you really wanted? No. Oh, I God, didn't. I'm so Tarragon sorry. chicken. Oh, it's very... That, yeah. that sounds delicious. Yeah. No, no, that sounds amazing. I was just... I was just... Um, you thought you got a whiff of spag bol. I thought I got a whiff of spag bol, <laughs> and I was very excited, but actually, tarragon chicken sounds even better. Sorry, actually, I've never given spag bol was spag the thing bowl. that induced my... I feel like it was a great induction tool. Um, I had it the night before I had Alex and you. I'm telling you, yeah. anybody who's a bit... Really? Yeah. yeah, it's a bit weird, that, isn't Do it? Do a little spag bol. A little spag bol. Well, maybe I'll have one a little bit closer to the time yeah. to, br- to bring it on. Yeah. Um, so, how are you? How how is life post the most mental... Has this been the, the most mental year of your life? Yeah. And throwing the mix of baby too. And yeah, stuff. I think so. I mean, like, I actually feel like the last three years have been a sort of... And, like, people say a whirlwind, but I don't really know how else to describe it because I feel like I've been just... Not, you know, living... Also, especially because of COVID, like, living my normal life with my lovely husband, we've been together forever, you know at home but then all this other stuff you know the the work stuff has all just been going mad all out all around it so yeah I feel like after this baby which is due in a couple of weeks I'm going to take a couple of months off which I haven't I didn't do for the last one and it's been yeah I'm just I'm just um I can feel it's that thing I was trying to explain it to someone it's a bit like when you've been on a really long car journey and you've needed the loo the whole time but you've held it in and then you can see your front door and you're like Oh no, <laughs> it's happening. It's that last moment. And so I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a couple of weeks away and then I can just feel my whole body like relaxing. Yeah. Sort of the opposite. Oh like, no. Like a sort of staggering kind of to the, in, in the desert, yeah. sort of in rags, <laughs> sort of sunburned. But so you're in rehearsals at the moment. So we're in... Was that my phone? No, it's probably mum. sorry if it was. No, 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 it's mum's probably. Mine always goes off. Uh, So we're in rehearsals for Cinderella. So Cinderella... The longest wait you've ever had for... Yeah. I mean, when was Cinderella supposed to come out, the the musical? So Cinderella, the musical, was supposed to come out... Oh, my God, probably like... A year ago, at least. I can't remember because we've changed it so much now. I feel so sorry for him. It's been like... I just... Do you know what? It's everyone. The thing is, and it's the same for you and your industry, like any live entertainment, but live theatre and in particular and comedy, all that stuff, like it's just a disaster. And it's and for so many people as well, they fall between two stools of like freelance or employed, and so they weren't like they weren't able to get any help or it's just yeah, and it's and it's been um yeah, it's just it's just it's just been kind of dispiriting like of course for everyone everyone struggled really badly of course so nobody's in a different boat but I think it has been the last few weeks have been quite tough because yeah because you just see so many other 
you know, you see sports and things being able, everyone not being yeah. able to social distance and stuff like that. And then, and that's fair, you know, of course, but, and you want to be safe, but it's really tough when it feels like there's, there are different rules for different I things. Yeah. I think um, the, the rationale seems to be if it's outside, it seems to be okay. But if it's in, indoors, it seems not to be. And when we spoke to Andrew, he said, it's all about ventilation. He spent fortunes on the theatre. To well, ventilate yeah. it. And, and, and also, everyone's masked. Everyone's facing forward. Nobody's talking. Yeah. You know, there are lots and lots of safety... Pre- I mean, of course, like, we're in a pandemic. So I do feel like... I, and I'm naturally, like, a real law abider. So, like, whatever I'm told to do, I will just do it. Um, That's if the rules are clear. Um, sometimes. Yes, I suppose so. Sometimes they haven't been as clear as they should be. But I, yeah, it's just, like... It's just, it's just really complicated, isn't it? And I just, I, but I do feel really bad every time it gets moved. We have to tell people that their tickets are no longer. You know, it's that stuff. Gosh, it's no. like, so has it opened yet? No. So we start previews on fri- this Friday, and then we open. Well, you know, and TBC, still, but and it's still soon. half full. So it'll be fifty. It'll be at fifty percent for the next few weeks, and then hopefully, if it does open up on July nineteenth, we will be opening at full capacity around yeah. then. But, you know, I, but I don't, yeah, I, I, I sort of, I've become quite, because also with my, with Promising a Woman, that was supposed to come out in April of the COVID oh, year right. in cinemas everywhere simultaneously. And so, and then obviously everything changed. And so I kind of got used to that thing of everything getting pushed and pushed. Obviously a film is much easier, much, much easier to kind of contain or promising a woman is one of the best films i've it, seen in yeah. so long oh, it's so important. i watched it yesterday but for anybody who hasn't seen the film can you just kind of it's, it's really hard to explain quickly honestly, in a nutshell yeah it's a riff honestly because i have spent a year trying to explain it in a <laughs> yeah. nutshell and i'm and i'm almost the worst at it but it is based it is a film it's called promising a woman it's got a wonderful Carrie Mulligan in it. And it is about a woman who goes to nightclubs and bars and pretends to be incredibly drunk and sees if anyone approaches her and takes her home. And the repercussions. And of the kind it. of, yeah, and then the sort of fallout of what happens when they do. I was so disappointed when the boyfriend that I, I thought was... I know, Bo. So also, like, Bo Burnham, the most dreamy, lovely, perfect kind of person so it was sort of like extra it was extra it was cruel so but cruel. that's that's what you did with a lot of the guys in it you know you had seth from the oc first yes. opening scene you're like oh seth you welcome <laughs> him with open arms and he's a wrong one and you and that was that was an intention wasn't it that you yeah. used these kind of familiar warm funny funny men you would actually want to sleep with you know the thing yeah. is, is that all of the whole thing about pregnancy and women for me certainly was like it's just endemic. The stuff in this film, there's nothing in this film that wasn't in a comedy film, mm. like, you know, to, to be laughed at, mm. like, five years ago, or big, like, comedy TV series would have jokes about, like, drunk, taking drunk or something. Like, yeah, the, stuff was the just hangover. Like, so something not, I mean, like that. Yeah. Just, but even more, like, mainstream kind of stuff, it, it, it's, when you look back, it's sort of, you don't need to look very far back. And so it was really important for me to be like, okay, well, what we're talking about here is something that feels really icky because it's very close to home. And it is, you know, it is a lot of men and boys and and women who kind of, you know, 
cover up for it or sort of apologize for it it's your friends it's your friends it's people at parties it's your friends boyfriends it's people you were at school with who were really nice and who just like you know it was not treated seriously Mm. if something happened to a girl at a party it was not it was a whoopsie that they were expected to make a joke of otherwise it was kind of on them um so emerald you are pregnant you are doing cinderella the musical you're going to rehearsals now um i want to know how you are fueling this pregnancy and (laughs) how has the pregnancy been and are you eating well what are you enjoying um i'm eating so badly (laughs) i don't understand the thing is the worst thing that happened with my first pregnancy was I had a very wonderful and very sort of like chilled doctor. And she was like, the great thing is, is you can eat anything. The baby will just take the nutrients away from you. So you just... And so I was on a kind of diet of like solid milkshakes. I was like nearly like four milkshakes a day by the end. Um, Yeah, no, I'm really bad. I'm really bad. I'm bad at that stuff. Because for me, I mean, food at the best of times is just so wonderful and you as a woman I still think well I think I mean certainly for me there's always quite a complicated relationship with the kind of food you want to eat Mm. i.e cake and ice cream Mm -hmm. and burgers and so being pregnant is sort of slightly naughty get out of jail free card so so yeah so I've just been I mean and also because so busy it's like it's Deliveroo on it's like don't look at the Deliveroo money that has been spent in the last two months who's doing the cooking in your house at the moment my husband completely um what does your husband do he works in advertising okay yeah so he doesn't have much time then well uh but but we're lucky you know we have help with our with our toddler um a lovely nanny and yeah there's i mean weekends and stuff we try and cook and i love cooking i just have completely lapsed I just it's just at the end of the day I just can't I mean I just I'm just like crawl. I just will crawl into bed basically and just eat whatever's nearby and, and what was growing up who was around the dinner table and who was doing the cooking and what were you eating so growing up it was my mum and dad mm-hmm. uh my sister Coco my younger sister Coco and mum I think mum's probably one of those 70s girls who just like she ran away from her home in rural Wales at 16 to go and kind of work in a clothes shop on the King's Road. She was like, get me to where those like snakeskin boots are. <laughs> get me to where the rock and roll is. And so, and she just was like, uh, very much her, she always said her cookery style was Pierce film led. So it was all, it was just, <laughs> I, the thing I remember most, and I should say like my mother is a wonderful cook and she cooks a lot now. But when we were little, it was it was absolutely chicken Kiev. M&S did a really great carbonara <laughs> in a sort of in a in a sort of thing that you pierced the film lid. And yeah, it was kind of all of that stuff. We were quite we we weren't. Did you live in London? We lived in London on the King's Road half the time. <laughs> yeah, no, we lived in like we lived in kind of Fulham, Earl's Courty area, and. Um, but but half the time we were in Herefordshire, which is where I kind of think of mostly when I think of uh, of growing up. And and when we were there, it was it was always the best because on the way in on Friday, we'd stop at the fish and chip shop and get fish and chips in the car. 
and on the way back on Sunday, if we were lucky and we'd been good, we'd hit the McDonald's Drive through. on the Earl's Court Road. Dad would go in and buy much too much too much, and then and so it was always kind of framed by. As you can tell, very healthy. <laughs> oat, the oat cuisine that we all grew up with. So your dad was a jewellery designer? Uh, so dad's a jewellery designer. My mum was a, um, for a long time, she was photographer's agent and now she's a writer. Mm. She writes lots of very brilliant kind of dark, sort of dark comedy books with quite a lot of sex in them. Oh, so crikey, quite, yeah, what's always, her nom de plume? Uh, no, her, her nom de plume is her, is her, is her nom, uh, which is Louise Fennell. And so she, yeah, so she's really amazing. And so she, yeah, when we grew up, she started writing, you know, and she finally had the time. I think it's such a, there are so many female writers that you look at them and they started when their children yeah, had grown much, up. Yeah. When did you start writing? Because I was acting, because I was doing Call the Midwife. And then we had a hiatus. So half the time it's called The Midwife. And then half the time you have six months off. And so I wrote books in the, the hiatus because I loved it. And I really always wanted to write films and telly and things. But, you know, it's a very difficult thing to, like, get into. And the first thing I wrote was a very long book that was truly terrible. Like, a real, a real nonsense. And it was, like, an epically long bajillion words and I and I took it to a few publishing houses and they were like it's just really really dire actually and they were right but but I'd written a sort of tv script for something called Shiverton Hall which was a sort of Doctor Who type thing because I love sci-fi and all of that and and so I pitched that as a book and then Bloomsbury very kindly gave me a shot to write that and then yeah it was just it was lovely I don't know that I could weirdly I don't know that I could write a book now I think, I just don't know how, I honestly look back, I just don't know how it was possible. But I think you, maybe it's having you a wrote, baby. Did you, you wrote the script for Promising Young yeah. Woman or the screenplay, is it, is this yeah, both, the screenplay and the script, yeah. 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 But was it based on a book? No. It wasn't so, based so it on was, anything, so it's no. all from you. Yeah, yeah. So I think, but now the idea of writing a book is because it's so hard. <laughs> I think, I think I just... I just don't know. I, it's so crazy. It's I've got also got a very bad memory for my life, so I look at the books and I just it feels like it just feels like ma- magic that they appeared somehow because I can't remember. I, I, lo- I love that you're like oh it's so daunting, but yeah, you are you're doing everything yeah. now. Do you think you'll act some more? I don't know. I think I mean I love acting. I really love it, and there are some things like I mean. The Crown, I just You were resist. so good. Oh, Fabulous, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. Is there, are you doing... Are you in the next series of The Crown? It's completely new cast for the next series. Oh, who's... So, don't know. Don't know. Yeah, don't know yet who Camilla will be. Really interesting. So, how old is Camilla in the next bit? I don't know. I don't even know the time period that they're doing. Because... Maybe, you know, maybe it's been announced. Well, there must be the death of Diana. I don't know. You don't know. I, because, because, well, I know that Elizabeth Debicki, they announced Elizabeth Debicki who's playing Diana. So oh, it must, yes, it is. So it must be, there must be She's some, quite young, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's pretty young. Yeah. But I, I mean, Diana, Diana was, was very young. young. Yeah. I, know, I just was looking it up the other day. She was like 36. I know. I know. Which, of course, when, when we were so young, when it happened, mm. she seemed like a grown-up. But mm-hmm. 36, I just, nothing. It's nothing. I know. It's so young. Um, but I don't know. I don't know who the next people are. I'm fascinated. Also, like, I'm really excited because I was such a big fan of the show. 
then and then when you're in something, it's just much more frightening to watch it because obviously you, sometimes you just never know when you're going to come on. So you're just enjoying like Josh O'Connor's lovely performance, and suddenly you're like face looms into view, and you're like, no, fast forward. <laughs> so it now it will be mu- it will be very nice to be able to watch it without that kind of fear. So, so is when we had Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber on, he kind of said that the way that Cinderella started was you were at a dinner party mm. at his house mm. or something, or the rounded dinner table because you're family friends. It makes it makes my life sound very, very much more uh, highfalutin than it, it is. Sounds, it sounds fabulous. Yeah, and <laughs> he, I don't know, the conversation went something like, "I want to do this," and you said, "Give me a pop at it, I'll do it," and he said, "Yeah, yeah." And it was a bit of on a whim. Was that the first thing? I, kind of. Oh, you're like, I mean, come on, Andrew. I had a, already a yeah, yeah. deal with a. No, I think I think that again, you're like talking to an amnesiac. This is the thing that's really like weird that, about that. I always find terrible about kind of talking about stuff. Is I just have such bad memory that even remembering basic facts about my life is is very difficult. But from what I remember, Andrew has been obsessed with writing. Cinderella for years because of the Rogers. He's a big Rogers and Hammerstein yeah. fan, and they did one. And I think, and he likes doing stuff. When you think of, when you think of his like back catalogue, it's such a rich and unusual. We take things like Cats or like Jesus Christ Superstar f- for granted, but the idea of doing a rock musical based on like a Bible story mm. is quite out there. Mm. And then you know, and then a kind of dance show about cats and you know just like I think he is like sort of naturally inclined to try things that seem if not impossible difficult oh he was smoking the wacky backy I've never thought about it like no that. I don't maybe <laughs> maybe he doesn't I mean I look I don't I don't know I don't know I, anyway I don't know. but um but definitely it is like kind of because I think when things become hugely successful and part of our culture we forget that often they start as things that aren't very mainstream, that are kind of unusual. And so I think the thing with Cinderella that he was interested in is like, if something, and what interested me as well, is like, how can you, what's, what, why, I suppose, why? Mm. And so when he was talking about it and he was talking about kind of a way of doing it, the first conversation we had, which was I think at that dinner, is I said something like the problem with Cinderella is that it is it hinges on the idea that you have to, the woman has to change herself to make Mm. herself appealing. And so if you do it, that needs to be interrogated. That needs to be interrogated. That needs to be the thing that, okay, you've got to keep it, but you've got to like ask why and you know, what that says about us and about fairy tales. And it was always important to me that we as an audience are kind of complicit in, this makes it sound very dour. I I should say it's a romp with a lot of male stripping. (laughs) Great. But wow. yes, get your ticket. Everyone get your tickets. It's all it's family friendly, don't worry. Um but I think the thing is is that we still as an audience want to see the makeover. No matter how much we love a character, mm. no matter how much we respect them, there is something about us where we want to see women be yeah. sort of physically improved. Gorgeous, yeah. And so that kind of was the idea that it all kind of grew out of. And and that was the conversation that we had really in the beginning. I just said I'd kind of want to, I'd want to see if it was possible to have all the pleasures of Cinderella, have all those story beats, the shoe and the ball and the midnight and all that stuff, but but also make it feel like something I would care about, something that I would 
that a character that I would identify with who wasn't just a kind of sad, beautiful cipher mm. in a sexy, ragged dress. Yeah. And were you involved at all with the music? I mean, in the sense of, like, did you get a say in the music? No, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean... You just wouldn't step on... Step I think, on. well, well um, David Zippel, who's the amazing lyricist, and Andrew, we, do, we did it all together. So the thing that was really exciting for me, having never collaborated on anything like this, was that we sit in a room and we talk about stuff and then, you know, David and I will have a big conversation about what we need, what the song needs to say and then Andrew will you know just being in a room with someone like Andrew and he's like oh yeah what if it's something like this and he just starts playing the piano and you're just like what how mm. it's so completely I mean obviously it's like the thing that you do but it's beyond no but I don't play piano it's beyond I my know. comprehension the kind of musical oh. ability and, and also with Andrew he's got a completely photographic or maybe photographic phonographic I don't know what the right word would be he can remember every piece of music he ever thought of oh wow so like not just things that have been not just things that are published you know he has like he has an orchestra in his head and Mm -hmm. he has a memory of a little piece of music that was nearly right for something but you know from 35 years Mm -hmm. ago that then might it's just it's exciting to see somebody work like that whose brain works just in a completely different way. And David Zippel's the same way because, like, lyrics... I suppose I've never really stupidly sort of thought about lyrics before you, in quite a stupid way. No. Like, I know the ones that I really respond to. Do you think you take a song more on the basis of the melody before the lyrics? Fair I enough. think so. Even though you're a writer? I think so. Also because I... Well, if the amount... I, I get lyrics wrong. Like whenever I'm on karaoke and the words come up, I'm like, that is not what I thought the words <laughs> to this song were. Well, different. that leads nicely into mum's question for you. What was my question? <laughs> well, it's usually what we ask at the end. Oh, gosh. Do you like karaoke? Oh, no. Is this a trick question? No. 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 I love it. I hate so it. So if okay. I was to have a birthday party yeah. this year which I, it seems unlikely. Yeah. But if I was, I'd definitely have a karaoke corner. I mean, we have our own karaoke machine at home. Oh, you do oh, like karaoke. Me and my husband will off, well, before we had a child, we would would often just like have karaoke for two to cheer ourselves would up. Would you do Jessie? Wow. What a Would girl. you do duets or would you do battles? <laughs> battles, duets. You know, I, I think our poor friends, we've whittled up, we've not whittled them down. They're like the friends that love it, we'll cut, we will always like separate. We would never like torment you. I want to go to an Emerald Fennel karaoke I mean, do now. Is it what, a thing? Is it, it like a no, party? No, because that makes it sound like it's more sort of fun. That, so like, I think pro- probably our poor friends just suffer it. But we definitely do like, usually every year, before this year, we would do Eurovision right. and karaoke. And so everyone will come to Eurovision. We do the full thing. The scoring has made Eurovision very difficult now because the scoring takes too long. Yes. Yeah. So I've got a lot of you thoughts have to get about very the drunk, new... and that's a hard year this year. How, well, was, how was this year for you? Did you watch it? This year was sensational. It's one of the best years. Did you watch it? Yeah. I didn't. A bit. But I do uh, like um, Eurovision. I, I, I really. It's one of the. Well, and also because if you do the kind of Eurovision drinking games, every time there's a key change, every time there's a costume change, uh, every time somebody gets down on their knees, winks at the camera, you know, it's like all of those. People 
Uh, you know, not anymore because we're all so old, but like people just crawl out of our mouth. Somebody <laughs> once lost a tooth. They called the next day and said, has anyone found my tooth? I was so proud because honestly, I'm really quite square. <laughs> so just the idea that anyone would have lost a what tooth. What were you us, drinking? They, I don't drink, but they were drinking Aftershock. Ooh, oh, geez. yeah. What is that thing oh, that people yes. drink on park benches? Yes. Yeah. Big okay. Time. Big time. Well, because what happened was, is all the booze... Got finished, and you only had aftershocks. And then there was there's an offie over the road, and my husband went over the road and was like, and came back with like some classic nineties sort of bench fare. Bench fare, (laughs) and then everyone just lost their minds. Yeah, and lost teeth, and lost a couple of teeth. Yeah. Would you ever like? I feel like. So, which song would you sing? (sighs) There's there's quite a wide category. I definitely overreach every time. So I'm not very talented Are you a rock at all. Chick? It's Soul? it's Celine Dion. So to, um, um so so it would be Body Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh yeah, classic. Then it would be Think Twice. Do you draw wish a wish to You know, Celine. Yeah, don't think I can feel. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's actually quite good, but there's a key change in there that I absolutely can't reach. I mean, not and many I'm, people can. That's why she's Celine Dion. That is true. And then what else was, we always end as tradition with Danny Boy and everyone cries about five in the morning. <laughs> oh, we, wow. I should say that there's no na- there are no neighbours. Have you got any Irish in your family? I don't even know where it came from. This sounds so fun. No, it's not. It's I want, really nightmarish. You'd hate it. You'd hate I, it. I, no, even I acknowledge that it's unbearable, but I, I love it so much. I want to know because, you know, I think we've got Graham Norton now for the, the voiceover oh, for Eurovision and he's so fantastic. Good. Terry so Wogan was amazing. Yeah. Maybe you're the next person that should be lined up. You've got it's, such a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. It would be my dream job. Really? I have... I think I've watched every single one since I can remember. Like, I... I love, I love everything about it. I gen- and not ironically as well. It's not a sort of no. ironic, like, the kitsch. Thing. I genuinely love it. I find it really heartening fun. and fun and, and lovely. I mean, it's how lovely. Did, how did you feel about GB this I year? I felt, I felt, well, do you know, I feel sad for anyone who gets Nilpar. Mm. Because it's not a nice place to be. No. But, you know, we've really... We've really screwed the pooch, (laughs) Euro-wise, in the last few years. Do you think it was a punishment? I don't think it's a punishment. To be honest, we've got Nilpois quite a lot the last few years. Yeah, but they really went for poor James. And James, actually, I've written songs with him before. He's such... He's so brilliant. And and he's so lovely, and he was so modest, and I loved his song, and he was great. I think... I think that we just got to separate the judging from the show. That the show itself is just magical mm. and they're all winners. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So have you been enjoying restaurants at all or is it strictly delivery at the moment? Because obviously you're in, you know, theatre land at the moment. Are you in this theatre at the moment doing rehearsals? So, yeah. or, so have you been going out for dins or no? Sadly not because our schedule is is sort of two till ten. Oh, That's so hard for a very pregnant it person. It is quite hard for a pregnant person. And so actually, really, it's it's your pretz and your etsus for lunch, I'm afraid to say. Sorry. I love. Of course, they're the best. They're the best for a reason. <laughs> What's your but, order at Pratt? Oh, okay. Well, it it will depend on the time of day, but obviously the posh cheddar and pickle. That's so good, the baguette. Ugh. So good. And it's by far the most calories. That's why it's so good. What would you go for? So I'm very... I like the Italian chicken salad. Oh! It's very nice. Lardy dark with the, with the olives, pitched yeah. olives. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm it's great. Look, I, it's because I'm constantly on a diet. But I like the soups. The soups are fine. They're, it depends which day. Yes, absolutely. And I kind of wish they'd just lay off the tomato soup every a day. A thousand like, percent. Yeah. Mushroom and rice. Oh, yeah. Absolutely lovely. Chicken laxa was pretty good for very a while. Very good. But nobody wants a tomato soup. Have you ever got a free coffee at Pratt? Okay. This is the thing. Have well, you like, heard about this? Thing. Uh, not only have I heard about it, my friend Jess Nappett, who is a, an amazing comedian and we worked together for many years um, writing together, every single time we go to a prep together, she gets free coffee. What's she doing that you're I not doing? Know. I mean, I... And is that a mask as well? Or okay, she... I have not seen it. Okay. I've, not, I've not been witness to a masked free coffee, but... I, I couldn't believe, like, it became a sort of, like, I actually was starting to get quite resentful. <laughs> because also then I would become much, much needier. And these are, like, assorted prets over London. Mm. This isn't one guy no, who's got a crush. A crush yeah. She just... She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Well, so is Emerald. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, but she's... What's she fucking doing? She's really... No, she is gorgeous. She's charismatic. She's... There are a million reasons why I would give her a free coffee. But at the same time... It's like it's like a magic trick. And you say, what's wrong with me? And I'm there kind of like, I'm pulling my top down. <laughs> I'm really kind of <laughs> leaning in to get some action. Nothing. They're repulsed by my <laughs> my my sheer naked need to be Ambition. given a free, a free copy. They can smell it on me. I think the thing with <laughs> Jess is, yeah. she's cool. She doesn't need it. No. She doesn't need no. it. So they just give it to her. I haven't made the plates hot. Oh, it's okay, Mum. Just thank you. Before Mum plates up, um, what would be your last supper? Oh my god, starter, main, put, drink. Oh, oh, I get everything. Yeah. Okay, then for starter, to be really posh asshole, I would have um, oysters. From where? Many uh, Malvern oyster cart. Which is, it's just like lots of food. They're just like, I think, Essex oysters. Oh. And they're just amazing. Just with lots of shallots and um, red wine vinegar. Hmm. As many as I could cram in. So uh, how many yeah, is the I'm most? I'm going to put this over here. Okay, oh, so how, how, how many have you crammed in on a night? I would say, I'm a daytime, a daytime oyster person. Okay, fine. 
only because I want to be near home in case something goes wrong. <laughs> Never has, touch wood. But, but I still, I think part of what I like about it is the danger yeah. of it. Okay. Of being food, food poisoning. It's so pathetic. <laughs> can, I, can I help you? Oh my God. Would please. you have an oyster whilst you're pregnant? Thank you so much. No, I wouldn't. Do you know what? I'm pretty... Oh, God. Do you want me to... I can do it if it's easier. Can you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I didn't want no, to. No, I think, no, no, I think I can probably do it. That's just a bit slippery suck, isn't it? Oh my goodness, this is so delicious. This is the kind of thing I wish I could cook. Oh, this is it's like proper I'm, I'm saying, oh, this is really easy. No, it's not at all. Thank you so much. Do you not want any more? No. I might do some If you want some sauce for on the potatoes, do that. Amazing, um, thank Right, so oysters are the start. Oysters to start with. Yeah. I'm going to have a Coke, full-fat oh, Coke, lovely. pint, yeah. in a pint glass with mm. lots of ice. And then for a main course, my mum's macaroni cheese. Oh, what makes it so good? Just, I think, the mum factor. Yeah. But she's got bacon, she adds bacon and she adds tomatoes. So. Oh, um, um, yes, my, my grandma used to do sliced tomatoes and they yeah. on the top yeah. and they go really sweet. Yes, and, and it's kind of like, it's the best of all worlds because it's sort of like a pizza as well yes. as... Not to bring it back to prep, don't prep put tomatoes on the top of theirs or am I making that up? I don't... Oh. Have you ever had the prep? I've had the prep one, but I had the depressing kale prep one that... That's just... That's yeah, oh, that's like kidding what, yes, myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. oh, yeah. We've all done it. They do, they do one that's like slightly, like marginally 20 fewer calories that makes you feel like you're And not... you try and give it to your children and you go, that's mac and cheese. Yeah, and, and they're like, absolutely nice try, mum. So, um... That away so your mum's mac and cheese. Mum's mac and cheese. And then for pudding, oh my God... It's so hard. What? How can you? How can you, Have you choose got a sweet one tooth? pudding? Yeah, of course. Is that the thing? Yeah. that you love. I think I would go. Is bread bread and butter pudding feels like a lot of carbs and custardy Doesn't things. Lovely. It's gorgeous. Do you, Do you make a what? good one? Ice cream sundae. Mm. Let's, I'm just going to go ice cream sundae with a like variety of toppings that I can add to. Sounds great. I think that's. It's like a child's. Basically, a child's. Oh, I think that's good. I want to know. I want to know how did you meet your your husband? Because you said you've been together for a long time. Yeah. So we met. We met. It's just. I mean, it's just so cringe. There's no way around it. I was on my gap year in Paris learning French. Lovely. Uh, because yeah, I mean, it's very shaming. You weren't drinking buckets on you know Cote Panyang, so no, that's true. Um, and then, cheap. and he was on his year abroad and he'd done French and uh, yeah, we just met and we were, yeah, we were kids, we were teenagers and that was that. And, and so you must've had so that. many romantic, Paris, falling in love in Paris. I no? suppose it was romantic, but at the time we didn't, we didn't like each other. We met, it was like a bad rom-com. We really didn't like each other. We argued, we, we had mutual friends in common and we argued a lot, a lot, a lot, but like in quite an unpleasant way. And I never argue with anyone ever, nor, nor does he really. And it was, you know, so again, it literally was just like a D-list kind of rom Sounds like my kind of film. It was, yeah, I mean, it's definitely would, a film. Would, it's a film. Would I you would make watch. this film? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. There's not, there, there are no stakes. The characters are too unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Promising Young Woman shot? In L.A.? Oh, is that, I love yeah. that little house that her, oh not where God, her mother yeah. lived, but where Nina's mm. mother, I love that little wooden house. Mm. Where was that in LA? So that was all, because well, we had to shoot, we shot in LA because I was very pregnant. 
and couldn't fly anywhere. So we shot in LA, but we had to shoot it for like any American town. It's quite hard because LA is so idiosyncratic. Yeah, it didn't seem so, like LA. Good. That's seemed good. like a small town. Yeah, so that was in just a kind of weird, desolate. There was this kind of place outside LA that's just an old um, town that's sort of run down. And we kind of, yeah, we shot a lot of the stuff there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hev- all of that stuff, that American kind of. So you were heavily pregnant sh- directing your. F- that was your yeah. first directing yeah. job? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of a yeah, the feature I'd done like short films before, but yeah, and so and was I gave birth three weeks later. Fuck off! Wow. Yeah. So it was quite, it was quite full on. Did it, it was fine. Did it change the way that you directed? Do you think at all? That's a very masculine thing for me to say. Um, I wonder whether I don't know. An awful Sorry. No, 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 because it's but a the fair, subject matter. I don't know. Did it make you question? I think I think honestly, I don't have a frame of reference. So if, if I'm allowed to do it again, then I think I'll know better. What I think it did do, which I'm sure you feel, and I'm sure lots of women will identify with, is I didn't have time. Mm. I, I, I felt I was on the clock. Mm. So it gave me more, I think, confidence to be straightforward. I'm mm. naturally not very, you know, if I, if I deal with anything that's difficult, I'm quite passive-aggressive and British about it, which is not helpful when you're on a clock. And I think being so pregnant, I could be a bit more, like, spicy. And a little kind of bit. more decisive as well. Just I, think, like... I think not so much decisive, but I, I, I hope that spicy, I am... Spicy, de- I like that. I hope that I'm decisive. It's more about communicating things. Mm. Because I think you, especially if you're a girl, especially if you're making your first film in a, in a country you've never worked in before... Mm. My worry is that I would be too kind of like, oh, yes, okay, maybe that's all. I hadn't thought about it that way. I mean, sort of quite the opposite. I was sort of like a sort of monstrous dictator, I think. But partly because, yeah, because I was... get it done. Yeah, and it was, was, they're 14-hour days. It's like 35 degrees, Mm. scorching heat. You're so pregnant. And it's so like... It's the thing I've wanted to do my whole life, like yeah. desperately. I like to have the opportunity to get a film made, financed and made in the way you want to do it mm. with the cast you, you know, could only dream of. It's just so, you know. But Emerald, they must be knocking the doors down because it was so hugely acclaimed. You're nominated for Oscars. They must be saying, Emerald, come and direct this, come and do that. Will you do this? Isn't, is that what happens? They're just... Um, a little, yes, yes. I mean, yes, that is. But but See? but but it's <laughs> quite <laughs> rightly. But it's it's kind of funny because again, like those conversations I've had with other people, it's kind of like it, it's a bit like falling in. It's a bit like falling in love. In theory, it's lovely to have Tinder and lots of sexy men or women at your fingertips. But the truth of it is, is there are very few people that you fall in love with, mm. or even like, you know. That happens once in a blue moon, and I think the thing is about work is actually I've been really lucky the last few years that I've fallen in love a few times with the project. But now I kind of know that even though things sound very appealing, you kind of know that they're not, you know, I'm sure it's exactly the same for you. Like it's so I, I think, yes, there are lots of amazing opportunities that I'm incredibly grateful for, but I also think I know more now what I want to do next so i can be a bit more picky so do you know are you going to tell us what next are you allowed to have you got anything in development well i've got well no because the way that i'm working now is i just i'm writing something that then will go out so i won't i won't 
sell anything before it's done because I think that just makes it a lot easier but I am what I am doing now which is like in the in the world is Zatanna writing the script for Zatanna which is a DC uh Warner Brothers superhero film which is really fun oh that's fun yeah really excuse fun. me I'm going to make Jesse right what? I'm going to make what? some banana ice cream which oh! is only oh my god it's only frozen bananas and I've had it and Jesse says oh it's going to be terrible what I bet it's delicious I think it's very easy that sounds absolutely amazing thank you yeah. why are you just why do you just approve I did banana ice cream for my kids to try and trick them that that was mm. ice cream and I found it quite miserable. I'm willing to be, I'm willing to be, like, my mind to be changed. But, like, I... Are I'm, you picky about... Because you've obviously grown up with a very, very good cook for a mother. Yeah. Does that make you more... Do you think you're more critical about no, food? No. I very much... When it when it comes to food, it's quantity versus quality every time. Me too. Like I think I don't have. I don't know the juice is worth the. Yeah, I'm telling you anyway. <laughs> but I but I definitely feel like with food, I love it, but I have very low standards. Like I am truly the happiest at McDonald's or like a Pizza Express. What's what's your order at Pizza Express? Oh, Etna Romana used to be. They got rid of the Etna absolutely devastating what was the Etna? it was like a spicy it was like a diavola but it had I never know how to pronounce this on it in little dollops so it was really salty Mm. now now because I'm pregnant it's a margarita oh really bleak yeah I had so much Domino's when I was at university (laughs) I ordered Domino's so much that the man on the phone asked me out on a date and all he knew about me was that I ordered like three to five large solo Hawaiians at like 2 p.m. <laughs> he, was, he really went for it. Mum, turn the fucking thing off. Jesus, and I'm telling you, banana ice cream is shit. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not going to be worth this it. This is the thing, is that. But also, can I just say, this is the poshest. This is the like nicest pudding anyone has made made me ever. You've got very, very high standards. Stop. This is like I no one's ever made homemade ice cream for me. But the thing is, we're doing. Eating into the whole time with emeralds for fucking bloody piece. You could have just had a banana. I'm gonna. I. I think it's gonna be delicious. Okay. I, think it's I, be right. I don't think you'd tell us even if it wasn't. No, so. Of course I wouldn't. No, exactly. You'd be able you're to lovely. tell. I, what you think? No, this is gonna be the most. No, it thing isn't. I don't think it is because it should be much more whippy. So, so I want to know. Excited. Did you go on the date with the Domino's guy? I wish. No. I did mean, he sound I, like a kind of? He sounded like a great guy. This is another rom-com in the making, Emerald. I feel like we're just doing but a bit of a brainstorm here I should today. say it sounds like I'm boasting. Why? That because the Domino's Pizza Man asked me out on a date, but I must. Oh, say, I should say he did. He never saw me. We never saw each other in real life. Well, we only spoke I mean, on the look, phone. look, your order, and your order, and your voice. I think that was it. No, I mean the order of my voice made me rightly and a fair reflection of the facts at the time. But I was an absolute state. <laughs> really hung over and miserable and sort of yeah but um no I didn't go on it well no because I was with my boyfriend slash now husband oh sweet so, so what... I've I've never I've never been on a date with anyone basically oh, mum you know what, what? it's quite good oh, oh!
Yay! No, it was go. quite good, but I think it's maybe the double cream on top of it. Oh my god. That works really nicely. But if you whipped it, if I. Oh my god, it's so good. Mm. Oh, mum, it is quite good. Oh, it's, it's really not bad, good. is it? No. So that's literally just bananas. It's just bananas. bananas. Just bananas. A bit of lemon? No. Not even lemon. Just frozen some bananas. And the, but I do and think the double that. cream on top just is like hits it. Yeah. But double but double cream is basically medicine. It's good mm. for you. Um <laughs> that is, that, I, I take it all back. I don't know what I'm talking about. It was worth it. I take it back. That's really, if you really let me do it a bit longer, it would have been whippier. I actually quite like it. This yes, is good. So I'm getting a little kind of al dente. Uh, yeah, something it's got a bit rather. of a. Chew, it's like mm. quite chewy. Yeah, mum, it's really it's good. Right, I apologise. I apologise. I do you nothing. cook every day, all the time? Yeah. Have you always? Even if I'm on my own. Really proper yeah. cooking. Yeah. That is amazing. What would be the dish that you would cook if you did cook? <laughs> Um, I would make, it's usually cakes, oh. I'd make a cake, probably, or oh, anything by Nigel Slater, I love Nigel Slater love so think, much. Yeah, me too, and actually, I'd love that, to meet him, that, well, me too. That, um, the, the recipe book that he's got where it's not that many ingredients, Yeah, really easy to do, amazing, eat, is it eat, I really like it. I never remember what anything's called. We've got the kind of seasonal one. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's just... How beautiful. He writes so beautifully. He writes so beautifully. And I love toast so much. And I think, mm. really, if it's got vegetables, cheese, and carbs, I can do without... I could be a vegetarian, I think, probably. Really? Well, I say that. I'm not. So, <laughs> probably not. Um, Emerald fennel. I'm going to answer this question for you, but I'm going to let you answer it. has got great manners. Emerald fennel, do you think you've got good table manners? Definitely not. What? Okay. I think you're I like the most polite, lovely. That's very kind, but elbows on the table. Oh, but I, ju I just don't think that's... eating. I, I, I eat preferably with a spoon hunched over the food and I will eat it. I won't look at anyone until it's done. Like I, the way that I eat is not... You focus on the job in hand. Sexy, yeah. Like a male friend once said that it was like di distressing <laughs> to have dinner with me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong so I hope that I mean uh, yeah I, I don't think they are very good I like food too much to be polite Do you, so okay maybe when you're not going to Mackey D's or yeah. Prep or Itsu <laughs> where when your schedule is a little less mental mm. will you be going for a lovely dinner out I will go to the quality chop house oh, yes. oh yeah oh yeah my very, very good old friend, Will, uh, it's his restaurant. So Will is one of the first people I ever met at university. And we became friends because this really dates, I mean, this dates our friendship very much. I quoted The Mighty Boosh, which at the time was a very <laughs> underground, <laughs> underground comedy hit. And he overheard it and turned around and said, Mighty Boosh. I was just like, you know, being at university, what a time. What a time. He anyway. owns Clipstone as well. Yeah, Clipstone in Portland. Yeah, and Portland. And there was one in the in really centre of town that yeah. I don't know if it's still there. No, 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 not that one. Yeah, he, uh, there was one at, um, near was, an auction house the, the as well. It's the Italian place. Yeah, it's a it delicious. Called? It was it's really called, good. No, my brain's gone, this is... Oh. But you could get to Clipstone easily from the Palladium. Yeah, but I think for me, Quality Chop House, there's something so... I mean, I love all of them. Also because it's so... It so, sounds so silly, but... 
whenever your friends do something like that, you know, it's just such an amazing achievement yeah. to have a restaurant and one that's like so good, like so actively good. And I'm so just like proud to know him. Um, and so, and not only do I love the restaurants, but I think Quality Chop has just so like romantic and the food is, they just bring you like a hunk of meat and sides and you do it really just, like, well. Yeah, it's just sort of, it's like as close to going to somebody's house for dinner, I think, as a restaurant could be. So that's where I'd like to go with all my friends. Um, yeah. I love that. Um, good luck with Cinderella. Thank you. Good luck with the birth. Good luck oh, with trying you. to have some, some time off. Thank you. <laughs> um, and thank you for being here. Oh my God, of course. Thank you for having me. I love the podcast so much. And I'm just eating, I'm, I'm li- 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 still... <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the clock, like shoveling this in. <laughs> I could have had Emerald Fennell stay for a weekend. For my life, I liked her so much. Such good fun. Do you want to be her best friend, Jess? I do, actually. I'm going to... Her See voice how that works. is the most gorgeous voice. It's so beautiful when you listen to her speak. I, I don't know whether we got it, but the story about the Domino's delivery man asking her out on a date because she used to order so many Domino's in, when she was at uni. You're kidding. Amazing. So Cinderella's in previews next week. Yeah, They're in rehearsals now, and then they don't know when actually official... They are going to open half capacity... And then they'll open full capacity, hopefully, on July 19th. And if you haven't seen Promising Young Women, find a subscription service such as Mum did and go and watch Don't it. Don't get 10 of them, but yeah. It is so worth watching. It's fantastic. She wrote it. I thought it was based on a book, but she absolutely wrote, thought up the whole thing. Absolutely love that. She's now going off to the, to, um, the West End. Must be quite exciting yes. to sit and watch everyone do their thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I also just want to take this moment to say hello to the pastry chef at the River Cafe because those little pastries that you sent down were fabulous. Were they as good as my banana ice cream? Mum, I've been a fool. It was really good. It's good, isn't it? But I do think it needed the double cream on top. Maybe I would have put double cream in it because the problem was I froze them so hard I couldn't defrost them. So I should have let them defrost just slightly because when Sarah did it, it was like Mr. Whippy ice cream. It was absolutely amazing. I very much enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Especially with no... I mean, it's not like false calories in there. It's like banana. I don't know, when you had half a bloody cup of double cream on it, maybe, but whatever. It was really good. I am going to go home now. Yeah, I'll see you in probably. Are you going to take your birthing pool with you? Yes, I'm going to take my birthing pool with me. Good. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams.